Yeah, definitely judgment. Definitely judgment more often than I'd like to admit, probably. Mm. Um, so that's always hard to deal with because you're. I'm already internalizing so much guilt of just that kind of motherly instinct. And it's not that I think he can't do it or he's not doing a good job. It's just, I don't know, something you put on yourself. Yeah. We, we, when we decided to get married, we always said, if anything ever goes south, we're going to go. This is right in the beginning. We said we were going to at least go to counseling to fix it. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we've never been at that point, but that still holds true today. Yeah. Take a girl and a guy, and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please check us out online on our Facebook page and Instagram at Couple Synergy or our website, couplesynergy.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. You know, every day we get to hear intimate details about a couple's celebrations, disappointments, and everyday challenges. We've often wished these stories were shared because we know we are more similar than different. So we created not only an avenue where you can hear about people's intimate lives, but an atmosphere where people come over to our home pub, pour a drink, and share their stories. People like today's guests, Casey and Ernie, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is and fun. this is, you know, this is really awesome for us too because since COVID, we have not had too many guests no. down here to record in person. And We've it's done a, so fun. Yeah, it's so much more fun. <laughs> we like we we enjoy this a lot more. But thank you so much for coming over and enjoying Jaxie's Pub here and uh, being on the podcast. Yes, the We're pub was here. worth the trip. Yeah. <laughs> It so was. <laughs> well, before we jump into your story, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, how old are you? Uh, what do you do for a living? And how long have you been together? That's a good question. Um, I'm 37, and I am the chief operations officer of a credit union in the suburbs. And we've been together for a while, for a long time. I don't even know. How long, honey? 18 years. 18 years. 18, 18 years. years. And I'm 41, and I am a stay-at-home father who does real estate on the weekends. Great. Awesome. Well, welcome. Thank you. Can you tell us the story of how you met? (laughs) So I was going to Northern to pick up chicks, (laughs) and she was going to Northern that day. The official story. Yeah. To pick up chicks. (laughs) (laughs) He's nothing but honest. (laughs) So or Northern meaning the college. The college, yes, Northern yeah. University. I was yes. attending there. I went there, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, it was my freshman year. <laughs> so it was right in the beginning of the year, too. And our friends wanted to, um, they had met some guys that were rushing one of the uh, frat houses. And so our floor decided to go to one of these parties. And uh, I guess you guys had the same type of... Well, we didn't live anywhere near Northern. No. We lived in the city, and uh, we knew the parties out there were pretty cool, so we went in and uh, went in the frat house that they were at. 
can't even name it right now though, but yeah. Sammy's. Sammy's. There I don't you know. go. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. And uh oh goodness. I had this one friend who she just um yeah, she ended up pushing me into Ernie. And uh, he, I like, like to say, accidentally he on me. purpose. She's like, let's go find some guys. And she, she was a little, uh, she had been drinking a little bit. <laughs> and uh, so she, she's like, oh, look at over there. And she pushed me into him. And I, I like to say that he caught me before I fell. You know, you know oh, how like you see it in your yeah. mind, like mm-hmm. a certain way. Like so. in the movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it is in my mind. It probably um, wasn't that graceful. It, it probably wasn't. <laughs> but so she pushed me. She pushed me into him, and uh, I don't know. We just started dancing, and I, you know, you just kind of look into each other's eyes and see that spark. And as as cliche as that sounds, but it, that's kind of what started everything. And uh, we danced for the night, and then it was time our our floor. We had all gone together, so we all wanted to leave together. And it was time for us to go. And so it's kind of like dropping hints to him, you know, like, all right, well, I'll see you later. Like, is this guy going to ask me for my number? Like, <laughs> what, the, what the heck? I thought, like, we connected here. And uh, so finally, he hates the story, but I love it. Um, so finally, and that's before cell phones were like, like we had cell phones, but you didn't really bring them out with you. you they didn't. flip phones at that time? Or? Yeah, I had like that weird Nokia egg phone. Oh, we got that one afterwards. That was Nextel. Yeah, that was right? Nextel. That was our next one. But yeah. I, I, you know, like texting was T9, mm-hmm. you know, where you had to like keep pressing the button and stuff. So nobody really <laughs> did it that much yet. And uh, so I didn't even have a cell phone with me. Maybe a pager. I don't even know. A pager. I, don't, I know, yeah. right? I had a pager. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that was like so, so cool. So what year is it one. that you guys meet? 2002. The okay. end of 2002. And did you have an agenda that night? To pick up chicks. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, not really. I was just going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, so that happened. And then, so finally, he's like, oh, can I have your number? I'm like, Ugh, finally, dude, you know. So he had just gotten paid that day, and he pulled out a $100 bill for me to write his phone number on. Oh, wow. Like, looking like, yeah. you know. Big spender. <laughs> yeah, big, hey, big spender. Um, and so I actually grabbed my friend. My friend had eyeliner in her purse. So I wrote my number on his $100 bill with black eyeliner. <laughs> Do you guys still have that bill? Because that would be really awesome. No, I crossed it out. I had to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> I just came back from the currency exchange. <laughs> It's out there somewhere. Yeah. Someone's got yeah. it. Someone's, yeah. someone's, someone's got, got it. it. Yeah. So if you're here listening to this and you have that hundred dollar yeah. bill with Casey's phone number, the, the phone number's not good anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll get you to somebody else, and yeah. you'll fall in love. Who knows? So what happens after that? So you get this number, you go your separate ways. Um, you went I home. didn't wait. So I know a lot of people wait those three day rules, or I didn't wait and. I know it's cliche, but the night, the morning after I told my roommate that I met the girl I'm going to marry, I knew right there. You said that? Yeah, yeah. I said it to him wow. that morning. We and hear that all the time. Really? Yes. It was because of the conversations we were having that it was like, it wasn't like the other conversations mm-hmm. you would have with someone else. It were more like she challenged me and that was cool and at the time. How old were you at that time? 22? 22, and you knew that this is the person. Yeah, I mean, 
before, I mean, I did dating, but it wasn't, you know, like it was like one-off dates where it's just like, oh, it's not going to work out. So you didn't, like I Personally. said, I didn't like go around. It was more just like you meet somebody, you decide to go out on a date and just didn't work. But I knew the moment that I met her that it was different at that point. So, yeah. When did you know? Not as quick. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, I don't know. I never, um, to be completely honest, I, I never really thought about marriage or kids or anything because you're right like away. 18 yeah yeah 18 <laughs> yeah. almost almost 19 like that makes a difference you're still so like now looking back on it you know it's like oh my gosh I was so young but you know I knew something was different I wanted him to call um but I remember a couple months into it we were talking on the phone because that's what you did you talked on the phone you didn't text message mm-hmm. you didn't Snapchat. Yeah, or (laughs) Insta. Um, You know, we would talk on the phone. We'd have legit conversations with each other. And uh, I knew that I loved him probably just, you know, maybe two months into it, that he was different and that I wanted to pursue something with him. Um, So I think that kind of was my turning point. And how long did you guys date for? Before we got engaged, we dated for a year and a half. And you stay in school? I was at Northern, Mm -hmm. and then I actually left Northern and went to Harper for a little bit. And we kind of moved in with each other pretty quickly, I want to say, right after. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of, I don't know, we just knew that it was different. Mm -hmm. We just knew that we connected, and we, we didn't want to really waste any time, and we just wanted to be together and... How did you guys know it was official? Well, this is, we sat down. I remember we had an actual conversation about that because we were just kind of friends for a long time. But in the back of our minds, we wanted more. But we want, I wanted to do it differently this time. So I remember before we actually talked about that, we. And don't forget, I told you I didn't want to date you. Right. Like, right. I'm not but, dating anybody right now. <laughs> we sat down. But take down. my number. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge, yeah. We sat down and actually said, you know, if we're going to go to the next step, let's lay it all out and tell each other what we like, what we want out of this, um, who I am, who she is. And if we agree to that and we accept that, then let's go to the next step. If not, we'll just be friends and still do what we're doing, just hanging mm-hmm. out and so yeah, once we agreed to that, then it, it gets to a point, and I feel like a lot of relationships where, you know, some guys will lose touch with their friends because they're in a relationship, and then as soon as they want to go out with the guys, the, the the woman is upset because now they think something's wrong because he's never done that before. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, you know, like I like to hang out with my friends certain days. So I want, I told her that. So it's like she couldn't get mad because she already knew mm-hmm. that was happening. Mm-hmm. So we did that. And and he wrote me a letter. Wrote her a letter, mm-hmm. love letter. I still have that, by the way. Oh, that's I very do. nice. Yeah. I do. He did. He wrote me a love letter. <clears throat> I'm very traditional. Yes. And it, <laughs> and it told me uh, the reasons why he would be a good boyfriend and why I should take, you know, date him, you know, consider us boyfriend, girlfriend. 
It so, was a pros cons list or something. It was. I don't think I listed any cons. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a pros list. Yeah, it was a pros <laughs> list. Pros. Yeah. So this is before you guys started dating. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you'd met and you exchanged numbers and talked on the phone, but hadn't. Dated. We talked for months before we did. It was months before we, we hung. Started yeah, dating. we hung out. Mm-hmm. Air quotes. Um, you know, we would. I mean, they were kind of like sort of dates, like go to Taco Bell, you know, and. <laughs> have dinner and you know stuff that but college I mean, that kids would probably do but require a two-hour drive right oh he was no you were pretty oh yeah yeah like hour and a half yeah <laughs> yeah yeah actually you're right to go you're to right. taco bell you're she'd right. go home more on the weekends yeah after oh, okay. that after yeah. we met yeah so it was not yeah. like she was there every right so you, you, get, you guys didn't see each other physically like too often right no it right. was a weekend every other weekend thing for a while mm-hmm. it was just mostly phone calls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he courted me. That's yes. awesome. And so then you get this letter and you decide you give him the green light. Yeah, basically. Where, where'd you guys go on your first date? Oh wow, I don't. Even I think know. it was my dorm room. <laughs> I don't even know. I think we might have just hung out. I, I don't think, think it was anything pizza. like special. Yeah. No, I think I, I think we got pizza. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it was anything like. And I think we watched a movie and yeah. like had pizza in my dorm room. I want to yeah. say. I would. I wouldn't say. And it like was snuggled. That. <laughs> but, but you knew for sure it was a date. Oh, yeah. It was official. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay, this is more. This mm-hmm. is more. We are. I think it was more not about the dating. I think it was more about the commitment. Yeah. Like we knew, like we were already dating, going out for dinners and doing all mm-hmm. that. So it wasn't really like a first date. It, it was, was just more the like, meanings behind yeah. hanging out. Like we know we're not going to talk to anybody else. You mm-hmm. know, there's nobody that's competing for our attention or for that title of, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. So so. you get the serious letter and then before you move in, you get the serious talk. Yes. Yeah. That's really awesome. So there's this concept called sliding versus deciding. Mm -hmm. And a lot of couples today, they slide. Mm -hmm. Well, my lease is up. What should we do? We've been hanging out. They don't officially... Say we're dating. It would be cheaper if we just, you know, live, live together, together, right? Mm. I'll, I'll pay half the rent, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So they slide into these milestones of a relationship. Okay. Right? And so they Versus have the, making that decision and having a conversation about it. Right. So they've, they've taken themselves off the market without the benefit of having a commitment. Yeah. Having and it's an, like an assumption. You know? Right. So how was living together? Uh, it was it was interesting because <laughs> neither one of us had ever lived with anybody before. Well, no, you lived I with had your a couple you, yeah, yeah. You had a couple. Well, I didn't. I I was a little older though. Yeah. So yeah. What's your age difference again? Four years. Four years. Okay. Yeah. So it was. It was, I guess the hardest part was like, who does the dishes? Mm. Whose turn is it? You know who. Do we do our own laundry or do we do each other's laundry and take turns doing that? And, you know, just all that stuff you don't even think about when you're at home because I came home, college, and then living with Ernie. So um, that was... You're that being was, a little... We partied a lot. <laughs> oh, no, we totally we part, did. We were in our <laughs> but, young 20s. But, I mean, we partied a lot. But, like, living together. Yeah, I know. I'm just together. talking about, like, hanging out. We, we enjoyed dating Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I have a girl mind. I go straight to like (laughs) chores. (laughs) (laughs) All that that stuff. She's talking about that. I'm thinking we hung out. 
with a lot of people. And <laughs> no, she's we making didn't. it sound like Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no. It was a lot of late nights and a lot of friends sleeping over. And yeah. I mean, we enjoyed, we, you know, we enjoyed being young and being 21. <laughs> Do you guys remember what were the things that were important to you in that conversation of what each other wanted? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I remember um, that we wanted to be, we wanted to be honest with each other. We wanted to make sure, and I know one of my things was communicating, you know, don't, no hiding anything, no, you know, sweeping anything under the rug. Like if there's something going on, let's talk about it. Um, I'm not afraid of talking about it because if you talk about it, you can fix it. Um, And then we one of the one of the other big big things that i remember you bringing up too is that um and you know some people may feel different about it but we kind of were like okay well if we're going to make this work then we have to be careful of of the opposite sex so you know if i'm if i have a friend who's a guy i have to be respectful to ernie and for a certain time period, let's focus on us and not, you know, spend, me spend alone time with a friend who's a guy. And then same thing for him. If he had a friend that was a girl, same thing, because I was the priority and, and I was the one who, you know, we're in the relationship. He's not in a relationship with this friend. I'm not in a relationship with this friend. We need to focus on, on us. And, and you both had that same viewpoint mm-hmm. right from the beginning. Yeah. 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 Where did you guys learn that from? I'm not sure. Honestly, <laughs> like I, I told you before, like we come from divorced parents. Mm-hmm. I have divorced and she has divorced parents. And I don't want to say that's the reason, but it's kind of like you see that and you see the effect and how it affected you and mm-hmm. you strive not to do that. Yeah. And I mean, that's what your parents would probably want for you anyway is to do better than they did. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Especially with communication because I think that was a lack... Um, you know, in, in both of our, we love our parents dearly, um, both, all of them. Um, but you know, it's, it goes without saying that communication was, was lacking in their, in their relationships. Mm -hmm. And so individually, I guess we saw that and kind of took that with us unconsciously. You learn what not to do. Right. Right. Yeah. I would think that would be the right way to say it. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times, I mean, we had the same ground rules in our relationship. And um, and people will even to this day kind of give us like challenge it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. we don't do guys night out and girls night out kind of stuff. We don't travel without each other. We just we just like to be together first mm-hmm. of all. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, we just wanted each other to feel safe in the world, you know. So yes. it's like whatever that respect was that was way more important than you know the shenanigans and stuff. Well, and yeah, yeah. But people will they'll be like. Well, I think that means you're insecure. It's like, no, I think it means you're healthy. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, because you're, you know, at the end of the day, you're you're thinking about your spouse. You're putting your mm-hmm. spouse first. Because mm-hmm. I would hate to think that he thought something was happening that wasn't happening or, or you know, a friend thinking something and then mm-hmm. telling him and, you know, you, you just get all this stuff out there that isn't true and, and it's... It's avoidable, mm-hmm. right? It well, I mean, even avoidable. if nothing is happening, it's, right. it's an investment of time elsewhere yes. than your primary relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And we're like you guys. We we really do like hanging out with each other. Yeah. Like we genuinely genuinely have a good time with each other. And it's just uh, we were very lucky that we were on the same page and just timing and values, morals and values. Really, it just it just the stars aligned. <laughs> <laughs> So early. <laughs> so let's hear the engagement story. Before we do that, I was just wondering if, um, did you get any feedback from your parents, you know, when you guys moved in t- together? <laughs> um, Her dad wasn't that big on it. No, my dad, because obviously I'm younger and, and uh, um, you know, I had left Northern, so he wasn't too keen on that. Um, I was still I was still attending college. I just... I liked Northern, but it just wasn't for me. Um, I did better at, at Harper. I did the opposite. I went to Harper first. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then Northern. Yeah. And see, I I should have done that, but if I would have done that, then I wouldn't right? have met him. So mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Uh, no, my dad, he did not like it at all. Not no. at all whatsoever. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. But I mean, I can't blame him. Yeah, right. I would right. think the same thing. Yeah. You know, when you look back at it, you're like, you guys are so young. What are you doing? Like, but it made sense at the time. We'll try to think about that in a fast forward way when your kids oh, are. Oh gosh, I don't even want to. Because <laughs> our kids are there, you know. Oh, yes. We've yeah. been through all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it's like, I guess if you trust me to go to college and live in a dorm room on a floor with girls and guys, then. It's a little different. I know. Yeah. It's, it's still a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. It is, but. And it's, I think even when, well, we were, we got together in 1997 mm-hmm. and that was still like, you know, the parents was, they didn't want to talk about it. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? They just don't. Don't tell people, don't yeah. like, especially if your parents are religious, like don't tell mm-hmm. people from the church. <laughs> don't yeah. let them know. <laughs> Did they actually say that? No, 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 no. No, I won her dad over pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Did you do a, a they pro signed, list? They again? signed. Yeah, pro I wrote him a love letter. <laughs> <laughs> this is why your daughter is needs me yeah, in the yeah, world. Exactly. <laughs> I just photocopied the letter and sent it to him. <laughs> this is why we work. Yeah. <laughs> Let me count the ways. All right. But I mean, I did win him over. I mean, I I proposed a year and a half into the relationship, and I did ask for a blessing. So I did it that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, How was that? Yeah, but you did it after the fact. Well, I did, okay, there, but there's a long story. With <laughs> Calling them out. Let's hear the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to stop. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> I don't know. I, Sh- share I, what you'd like. Um, <laughs> I would say I didn't care. At the time, what was anyone's opinion? Mm-hmm. I knew what we wanted, and I knew it was the right time. Mm-hmm. And because we didn't know, at didn't. the time, I, I, it's like I knew he would say yes, but I didn't want at the time to be the deciding factor of it. So I did it, and I did say to, I went up to him and said, "I just want you to know, I asked your daughter to marry me," and she said yes. Mm. So that's how I said it. So, yeah, In, I mean... Information instead of permission. Yes. <laughs> right. I decided I didn't slide. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How did he react to that? We celebrated with with uh, yeah. some drinks and yeah. had a party. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it worked out. That's it, cool. it was the right thing to do at the time. Yeah, at the time at the where time we were all right. at, that was yeah. the right way to do it, I believe. Yeah, with the family. But, you know, I did ask her mom for permission, I believe. I think I did yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. So there was something in regards to... And you guys are like 20 and 24 mm-hmm. at this point, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's fairly young. Fairly yes. young, especially when but we only But you're already living the lifestyle of a couple. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And that was interesting, too, because we did get a lot of um, a lot of people... What are you doing? You're so young. I mean, I probably would have said it too to one of my friends, you know. And then, mm-hmm. but then you, a lot of the, the older generation, the older family members, um, it was really interesting because they're like, "What are you waiting for?" Right, because they got married at eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, if if you know that this is it, then what are you waiting for? Go go for it. Mm-hmm. You 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 have our blessing, you know. So it was it was very interesting the the different um, generations. It, and, yeah, 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 and feedback that we were getting. So, so how did you ask her? Did you have a ring? Yes, I did. I we were downtown during was it the Festival of Lights or something? Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Where the Disney parade goes through the town and yeah. I don't know about this. This is downtown Chicago. Yeah, where yeah. they do the lights, where they set up all the Christmas lights in and Chicago, and then it's basically Mickey Mouse turning them all on. Oh, I've never seen it. We, we've been here all our lives, <laughs> right. and we yeah, Surprise. we know about this. Did and you, that, did you and know that's the beginning coming? of our Disney freak that we turned oh, yeah. into because we go to yeah. Disney probably two, three times a we're year. We're not freaks. We're like normal. Well, we're not like that's the not Disney. Normal. You're normal like Disney. Freaks. We're not like yes. those <laughs> Disney plates in our living room freaks. <laughs> no. Like we're not that. You wouldn't know. You, would, you wouldn't know. We're we like closet like Disney freaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a closet love. <laughs> we, um, but we didn't know that going into it's it. It's being revealed on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> as we speak. Yes. Um, oh, I totally knew. I, well, I did and I didn't. I don't. know. We were like hanging around one day in our apartment, and he's like, "Hey, you want to go look at rings?" I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds cool." You know, <laughs> it was very, it was very nonchalant. Yeah. Was, yeah. So you knew what she wanted and Well, I'm I just rather give her what she wants than try to guess and then have to return it. Yes. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. I mean, that was it. You learned so early. Like you like that one? Okay, let's do that. So you're on the streets of Chicago. Yeah. And then what happens? Well, he told me that he I thought he was gonna propose because he he, you know, had planned this outing and then we're driving to the restaurant and he's like, Oh no. Like what? He's like, Oh, I just I forgot something. I'm like, she was uh, upset. She was mad that I didn't I do it. So, I'm like, I can't believe it. This isn't a big deal to him. This would have been a per- in my head, in of your course. Head. In You're my head, okay. I'm like, oh, oh, honey, okay, you know, like trying to smile through it and like dinner, like, hmm, hmm. Um, but in my head, you know, I'm like, he didn't think that this was important enough, or you know, whatever typical girl stuff that that we think about. Um, but it was it was all a ruse. Mm-hmm. It's all a ruse. Oh, oh, you were faking. He I faked faking. it. I had it. He I had to. He had to. He had to throw me off. I had to throw some sort of surprise. I yeah. mean, she already knew I had a ring in my somewhere. Yeah. So I knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> so does it happen at the restaurant? No, it, it happened down in the city. I dropped to a knee and... He made me wait. 
till we got told her why I wanted to marry her and there's something like Michigan you know, Avenue. This is really making me sound like a romantic. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you are. I don't think anyone's going to know that You're about closet you. Romantic <laughs> I too. Say, yeah. So are like people gathering around you guys while this is happening? Um, n- I well, wasn't, there were people. Yeah, there's people there people all over the place. Yeah. yeah. He took me up into, um, you know, downtown, like the fountains and like those Bucking little water, and- water place. Um, but even just some of like the little water. Yeah, it's like around have. this, like around the river, the river. They got fountains, but in the winter they cover them up. So it was like a stage. So I brought her up on the stage basically yeah. and did that in front of people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, she said yes, so it worked. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was a surprise to me nonetheless. So I, uh, yeah, I changed my tune right quick after that. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> you had to go on that emotional roller coaster. I That's did. awesome. Well, I the did. best part of that story is I got food poisoning from the restaurant. <gasps> oh. No. And I went home. We went home that night. I'm just throwing up, up yeah. all night. I mean, it would look like, oh my God, this guy's proposed and now he's throwing up. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. 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 Instant yeah. regret. Yeah. yeah. Instant regret. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't eat gnocchi for a better. long time after that. Yeah, I still don't think you've eaten it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have. <laughs> so now you have to plan a wedding with four families, right? Each of your parents are um, have their yeah. own yeah. people. You know what, though? They, they're very good at being civil when they need to be. Yeah. So nice. yeah. you yeah. wouldn't, you know, Christmases are still with everybody. There's no four families to go to. They're... Mm-hmm. We're all together. All four families come together for Christmas. They, yeah. yeah, they would. I mean, we do separate sometimes with yeah. the, mine and hers. Just because I mean, now we all have kids. If and... it was, if it had to be where we did all one, mm-hmm. that okay. would be no issues with that. Yeah. Is but there remarriages? There's only one. There's My only mom. one. Okay. Yeah. So then it's your. Do you call him your stepdad? He calls no. him John. Okay. I call him John. <laughs> so your mom and her partner and your dad. Yeah, she got married when I was. 20 years old so it's not really yeah yeah right i think right before we met probably yeah she got married yeah and your parents never remarried Mm-mm. but they're civil cool. yes yeah yeah, yeah. Really cool. nice uh, civil's even yeah. they're cool yeah. yeah 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 so that makes it a little bit easier but i was lucky i didn't um some of my friends you know they've had in-law or friends like really kind of heavily try to take the reins and plan. And I was really lucky. We were really lucky because we actually planned it together, me and him. So he went to all like the florist appointments. That's and great. I mean, we, we really learned. <laughs> he's like, I, I remember we were driving in the car. He's like, what does the wedding cost? Like a thousand dollars. Oh gosh. Each thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's even it's more. Probably more now. Yeah. It's like double that now. Oh yeah. Well, what did we, we, we looked that up, right? The average in oh, Chicago. 30,000. Yeah. Well, yeah. in 2006, I think ours was 32,000 total. Yeah. yeah. That's how much of a bash we had. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, fun. we have this theory that as a, as the wedding goes, so does the marriage. Mm. And so down to the planning. Yeah, and it really oh, is wow. interesting how well you're making big decisions as a couple and yeah. sometimes it's like and... one person and the other person's like X marks the spot and you're just supposed to show up and it's I wanted the day. big wedding. She oh, wanted yeah. the elope. Oh, I wanted the big wedding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, we 
Yeah, we both we have help. romantics, the only I guess. I did, <laughs> the only thing I didn't help out with was picking the dress. Everything else I had pretty yeah. much the hand in. Yeah, we did everything together. But that was, you know, that was fun. Know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but it was fun because it was it was ours. It wasn't your wedding. It wasn't my mm-hmm. wedding. It was our wedding. Yeah. And we wanted to do it how we wanted to do it. Certain things were important to us, like music, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had to have a good DJ with a good <laughs> track list and food and drinks, you know, because... Our friends like, are all in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. That's why, too. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Bash. How long were you guys engaged? A year, year and a half. half. Did you set a date right away? Yes. We went to a... What we do you call it? a couple it? different places. Yeah, and then we... Pretty much set a date, yeah. Yeah. Because that's another interesting thing that couples get engaged with no intention of getting married. (laughs) We we know a couple that's been engaged for five years, six years. Oh, longer than that. Probably eight. What? Something like that. What's the point? They're our neighbors. They bought a house together. Oh, cool. It took them five years to get engaged. And then they still haven't gotten married. They've been for a really long time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I was... Very lucky not to have or to be able to for us to do it our way. And, um, you know, my mom, his mom, they respected my decisions and my planning. And it really was ours from the ground up. So, well, I mean, sounds like from the beginning of your relationship, you guys didn't have a template, you know, to work from. And so you had to create that yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, because we were the first of our friends to get married. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The first of our friends to live together, have kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We did, yeah. We did everything first. (laughs) Although, yeah, we waited a long time to have kids. I don't know if we're going into that. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. But we, after we got... Yeah, after we got married, we wanted to enjoy marriage. So we traveled, we did everything we could do to... Just enjoy each other, and mm-hmm. kids weren't even an idea at the time. So I don't know if we you knew they would. Into. We knew they would come later. You yeah. guys had a discussion but, about kids, though. Oh yes, yes, for yes. sure. Okay, yeah, for sure. I knew I wasn't ready. I'm like I'm, you know, 22, getting married. I'm not ready to have kids yet. I just, I, I, just, I wasn't either. I but I got there quicker than she did. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So then we kind of compromised on. All right, when when should we start? When, you know, what what year and you know, we kind of had that. It kind of went to the point where we enjoyed each other for so long and then it got to where we were like, you know, I would like to do all again but with kids there. Yeah. So it was like now I think it's good to share it. Mm-hmm. And we're still at the point where the kids can be grown and out of the house and we still have enough time to do it over again. Yeah. So and enjoy each other again after that and know what each other are like and get along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Learning each other before you bring a kid, that's mm-hmm. a big deal too. Yeah. Yeah, I think the word you used when we were off the air before was traditional. Yeah. Right? Do you feel that you guys were more traditional? Can you talk a little bit more about that and why you use that I, word? I feel that you should wait to have children until you're married. I mm-hmm. believe you should enjoy each other and bring the kid into a loving world instead of thinking children are something that's going to fix Mm. a relationship. You see that happening and, you know, I stand stand back with a weird look and go, oh, God, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that for sure never works. No, No, I know. It makes it more challenging. Yeah. 
But yeah, a traditional in that sense that, you know. That you guys plan things. You, know, yeah. you talked about courting a when, woman. And, right. I mean, I know that's a bad word, I guess, to say nowadays is saying, you know, doing because, you know, women empowerment, I guess. But I don't look at it that way. I look at it more of a respect. Well, that is couple yeah. synergy approved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, right. right. Chivalry is not dead. <laughs> yeah. Chivalry. Open the it's, doors. Yeah. Fall in love. Yeah. Enjoy the Hold moment. Hold hands. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Write love letters. Yeah. Just, that's just the way I look at it, things. And, you yeah, know, it's worked, I, it's for, worked us so for us. And oh, pinch poke. Yeah, it's worked <laughs> for us. Any issues like you guys decide to get pregnant and it just happens? So we, we were still, you know, having fun and stuff like that. And we were contemplating actually moving to Florida at one point. And... We said, okay, well, look, we'll, have, we'll try for children. If we don't get pregnant by like a year, such and such a mm-hmm. date, we'll move to Florida. Like a year. Well, four, months, four weeks later, we found out we were pregnant. So it was like, yeah. it was first right time. Away. Four first weeks time. after you pulled the goalie. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it was right there. So we got very lucky. And yeah. It was yes, a first, very, first very time lucky. thing. And, like, uh, well, you guys did it all perfect. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how it happened to us, why it happened to us. But yeah, we're so blessed. No, <laughs> I'm getting all emotional yeah. over here. <laughs> and your kids are what ages? <sighs> Eight, four, and two. So, how was that when you? Add the third person to this relationship when you first become parents. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was great. It, it, I mean, it was definitely interesting, like the whole being pregnant. I was sick all the time. <laughs> Poor Ernie. I, Were you guys both uh, working at the time? Yeah, full time. Yeah. Yeah, I just started full-time. staying home after the third was okay. born. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, we had Blake and. <laughs> I mean, it was just adapting to another change, you know, and uh, Blake was, he was hard at first, lots of crying. He was a little colicky. Um, So that was fun (laughs) to get to to deal with. So you were well rested. Yeah. yeah, Oh, every night. (laughs) Slept like a baby. Um, No, gosh. Babies don't sleep. Why do we even say that? No, they nap. Come on. Right. They nap. They don't sleep. They nap. Um, yeah, he finally slept through the night at nine months. So that, so, I mean, you know, that was, that was a challenge, but you know, I think I'm lucky in the fact that Ernie really wanted to have kids and he really wanted to be a dad and he, you know, so he wanted Blake just as much as I did. So he was just as invested as I was. Um, so he, he helped so much with, you know, the rocking to sleep and, (laughs) Or just the the staying, you know, still while the while the baby sleeps on your seat, not moving, you know, not to wake them, um, and like you know, with one kid, it's it's, I hate to say it, but it's kind of easy because well, it you was can hard bring then, but until you have two, and then you're like, well, yeah, well, one was easy, <laughs> yeah, then it, then you look back, but you yeah. know, you're able to bring, you only have one person, one child to bring places, so we brought Blake everywhere, and we you know did stuff with him and. Did you go fun. back to work? Yes. Yeah. How I took soon? I took four months off. Okay. I was lucky. I took four months off. And then we um uh we actually had um so Ernie's aunt, she raised her four kids and she also um 
baby babysatter daycared for a couple of um, the neighborhood kids. And so she was open to watching Blake. Nice. And that was like perfect. Mm-hmm. We we weren't sure at first, you know, when I was pregnant, we interviewed daycares and, you know, did did that whole thing because we knew I, I was going to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of had started the conversation with her. And ultimately that ended up being the route that everybody was comfortable with. And it turned out to be better than we could expect. Um, we actually were able, when Blake was two and a half, I think, we were able to buy the house kitty corner from her. Oh, Perfect. wow. Yeah, yeah. And then that's kind of when we decided, all right, let's start trying for number two. Yeah. And so you repeat the, that process. Yeah. And then with number three, it changes. Well, number three, prices go up and you're looking at stress of job. I had a really difficult job. Yeah. I was managing like 120 people. And then you're realizing my check is just paying daycare. What am I doing? (laughs) And then... Well, and health too. Health was having a problem. I started having panic attacks at home. Mm. Blood pressure and just... yeah, that started happening, and it just we were on vacation at Disney, and we were just sitting there <laughs> talking. And my work is calling me nonstop during vacation. So I was the plant manager at a at a warehouse, so wow. I was, so it was just nonstop. And then we just decided I'm going to quit in a year. And then we get home, we go to work. I'm going to quit in six months. I'm going to quit in a week. Yeah. <laughs> What if I left Friday? (laughs) You know, so that's kind of what happened because she has a really good job and we went through the finances and I was like, you know, we're really not hurting if I leave. I just have to watch the kids. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened. And then while the babies were napping and stuff like that, I got my real estate license. And then... On my maternity leave. Yeah, on my my maternity leave, I just did it. (laughs) I was home and yeah, and he... He got he got his license. So. Well, you guys are our second couple with a stay at home dad. Really? Yes. That's yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is so awesome. It was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. The relationship with the kids is so different when yeah. you're home, and it's just yeah. Did it change you? I would say yes. Oh, In what sure. way? Um, I would. I, I don't know. How would you describe it? I mean, I would describe it more as like. You're there's more, more love in the world. Like there's, yeah. you know, you just see it and you just, you realized how much you missed while you were not there. Mm-hmm. Um, she always had the relationship with the kids like that. And um, I didn't. So I was more of just like the disciplinary, I guess. But now it's um, like the well, third so is, our, from is a daddy's boy. Work too. It's mm-hmm. not like a mama's boy. It's yeah. like the first time. Yeah. But, you know, I got to put the kids to sleep, feed them. It's just different. And, and they're all boys. All boys. All boys. All boys. So there's, you know, in the, when you look at the masculine and feminine brain, mm-hmm. there's some differences, right? And, and that doesn't mean brains can't change. It's not exactly, you know, a black and white topic. And this is what we noticed, too, with, with Dave, the other guy that uh, is a stay-at-home dad. And... Um, Women's brains have to be more perceptive in terms of like, is there danger around? What does my kid need when yes. they don't even have language yet? Mm-hmm. And so it's a little lot easier for us, but that part of your brain probably developed 
where you're now more thoughtful of where are they and what do they need? And it's been too quiet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for too long. What's going exactly. On? Yeah. Yeah. Right. exactly. And, and more emotional. It is way more emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah, it definitely. Yeah. I mean, it definitely relaxed him a lot because yeah. he was he was just so stressed all the time. And you know, when you're when you're wound too tight, you tend to, you know, get upset quicker and you know get tired sooner and so it did it really changed the relationship yeah i was on i was on anti-anxiety medication antidepressant i guess they put it on but it wasn't depression it's it's for anxiety and then uh as soon as i quit i stopped taking it as soon as i was done because your work-life balance was just not there Mm -hmm. right it was just not there it makes us sick it really mm -hmm. does and Mm -hmm. i just haven't taken one since Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah you changed your life and yeah, they I mean, went away. it's amazing Gee. how quickly yeah. it just changed. Mm-hmm. How does that work for you? How did you feel and what kind of feedback do you get from the world? Yeah, I I don't know. I think just being a working mom in general, I deal with a lot of mom guilt, I call it, hmm. because um, I guess half my friends work and half my friends are stay-at-home moms. So... But especially once again from the older generation, you you do you you get that judgment. Yeah, judgment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, kind of little condescending sometimes, Mm -hmm. and that it should be a certain way. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and you know, it's funny because we talk about being traditional, but we're very much not so in other (laughs) in other ways. As soon as kids came, we've not that way anymore. (laughs) Throw that out the window, but. but I knew he, I just, I knew he'd, he'd be good at it and he'd be able to maintain it where, you know, I would be in like my yoga pants all day and doing crafts and nothing would get done. And where <laughs> he's definitely the other type of brain where, you know, more. Kids know when the cleanup time is and. Yeah. And they're. Everything's structured. Structure. Yeah. yeah. He's more, he's more structured. Um, I'm more of this free spirit, I guess. But, um, yeah, definitely judgment, definitely judgment, um, more often than I'd like to admit probably. Mm. Um, so that's always hard to deal with because you're, I'm already internalizing so much guilt, um, of just that kind of motherly instinct. Um, you know, and it's not that I think he can't do it or he's not doing a good job. It's just, I don't know, something you put on yourself, I guess. Mm Um, and it happens in both directions. You know, the women who stay home have something to prove too. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And either way, it's like there it's never quite enough. Yeah. And there's no way to measure it. Right. You know? Right. Because either way you're doing Yeah. And so I, much. I hear that a lot from women who they're like, I, I just am not cut out to be a stay at home mom. Yeah. I, I certainly wasn't. Yeah. No. You know. No. And your mom is <laughs> like, no. You were not. But your mom is, and your mom's like just give me your kid. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. with our that youngest, was... I stayed home for the first six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah, I had that experience. And it's, yeah, uh, I went back to week after work after like three weeks, right, I think. Right. Wow. Yeah. But I could bring him with me. I was an overnight shift doing something. But, um, oh, that's nice. But yeah, for it's... me, like I couldn't, and actually, we, it, that's why we started our company initially, is because our youngest was three and our oldest was 13. And they weren't really doing so well, yeah. they were stressed. You know, there was like the potty training thing wasn't going so well. And 
I'm like, I just can't keep doing this. Yeah. And we wanted to start a company. And I think we had that thought for a long time. And one day I'm just like, done. Yeah. I'm not continuing this lifestyle. It's just ridiculous. But I was scared. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, like, I put him in swimming lessons at 9 a.m. So I made sure I was up and out of bed at yes. 5 in the morning and like, yeah. you know, because. No, it's, I, I, it's hard. You I go, get it. It's a different lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Especially when you're like off work. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get up, you know, when my day's off. I don't, I, w- I want it to kind of be a day <laughs> off, but it's not. It's yeah. not a day off. And so I probably would have done the same thing, yeah. you know, put them in something early. So I make sure that I'm up and out and you get dressed for the day because we'd be in pajamas. All yeah. And I think that that guilt, and I don't know if you guys have the same guilt, but, um, it really hurts the kids. Like mm-hmm. we overdo stuff for them in mm-hmm. a way that doesn't help them grow up and be independent. Do you guys have the guilt? Yeah, I don't have guilt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of like this is how things need to be. Yeah. So figure it out. So I call it mom guilt. <laughs> so do the kids sleep in the bed? No. No. How'd you decide that? Oh, well. Well, they did. They did. Mm-hmm. They, they did. did. And we so don't what mind ages? it. We don't mind it, actually. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I, I don't, they kind of like go through different spurts, I feel. I don't know, depending yeah, on. Yeah, but like Blake was our firstborn. We took advantage of it. We were happy to have him in there. But he stopped. I don't know what, like about it. It's like you never know the last time is going to be the last time, you know, <laughs> yeah. type of a thing. Yeah. And so, is some of that guilt stuff is that, is that what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're like, no, my baby, <laughs> cuddle. And they can really pull at your heartstrings too. Sure. So they know what to do. Oh, he was the worst. I was the worst. I he was, was the worst. <laughs> sure, sure. Come in the come bed. On come, on, come on, come on. Um, no, we always kind of, I mean, we did the co sleeping when they were younger. At, at were, what age did they? Well, it changed. So our yeah. firstborn, we did a long time. Our second, not at all. Until like now he's trying to in the middle of the night. He tries to sneak in. Um, Some but, nights we'll let him. Some mm-hmm. nights we'll let him. Our second and third is when I got involved more with the putting him into the cribs for naps and setting the bound. Like, this is where you're sleeping. This is where you're sleeping. Just mm-hmm. taking him in, letting him cry. Just here you go. This is How did you going. decide that? I just didn't want kids sleeping in our bed. At the, that's how I just decided mm-hmm. it. I you just, probably wanted to cuddle me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not have somebody what? in the middle. I know. You want to cuddle your partner? Yeah. 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 That's so crazy. That's crazy. We, we tried doing this I don't thing. Know guys, I don't cuddle. I don't you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> they I mean, would never admit it. Yeah, no, no one's going to say sorry. cuddle. Yeah. Lay I mean, next to me. Yeah. <laughs> just wanted a bigger bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which we did do. But those are important things, and there needs they to are. be space for the marriage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, we, I mean, we see couples, they're each sleeping with kids in different rooms. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And and these ain't two-year-olds. Right. No, you they're know? like 10, 12-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, no, we, we've definitely done, we believe in the, in the cry it out. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, we chase, chase our, our middle one, he he kind of went back and forth a little bit before the age of one, but then starting at one, mm-hmm. it was your crib. Um, Blake was kind of on and off for like six years, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, and then Gavin, he doesn't, he doesn't ever sleep in our bed. He's two and he doesn't, mm-hmm. he, I don't think he's ever slept in our bed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He was the best sleeper of all of them, though, too. So I think it is. They do have different personalities, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. They so do. And birth order is such a thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm really learning that now after having three, and now that they're getting a little older, they are so their birth order. (laughs) It's it's scary. Um, But no, we yeah we like to have our time at night. We we learned about something called uh, couch time, Mm -hmm. where you know, you kind of you you go home, train as as your you kids home, for lack of a better word. Not, not couch time like in a therapist office. That's, no, yeah, we no. know that as couch time. No, yeah. our, oh, yeah, our no, couch no, time no, is different. from uh, you know you you go and as soon as you get home, it says this is mommy and daddy time. We talk about how our day is and and so you guys, so you know, we were the only ones allowed on the couch, mm-hmm. and the kids had to. Be on the floor or play on their own, and they knew that that was kind of mommy and daddy's time. Um, You know, we 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 try to. um, I do a thing with them um, to try not to interrupt. Like if we're in the middle of a conversation, um, you know, sometimes the kids, you know, they like to come like like right in the middle of you, mommy, 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 mommy. It's like I'm talking to daddy right now Um, because you know I want everybody to know that they have my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. So they, they do a thing where they, um, if they know we're talking, then they put their hand on like my hand or my wrist or my leg or whatever. And then I put my hand on top of it to know that I acknowledge them mm-hmm. and then I'll give them my attention directly after or immediately after we're done with our conversation. So Blake's really good at that. Chase is learning it. <laughs> yeah, But, but that's fantastic. You mm-hmm. guys are role modeling that because you are teaching them that your relationship is mm-hmm. the cornerstone of the family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And so in role modeling that, they are going to create that in their future relationships as well. Yeah. yeah. So the the human brain at birth um, has some interesting characteristics where it's not able to self-soothe, delay gratification, mm-hmm. problem-solve independently, take responsibility, tolerate ambiguity and so by doing that you're teaching them to wait yeah and that is how we build resilience in the world uh, do you guys do family dinner at the table mm. we Not we're so much. we're working on it we've because that's usually laughs. where those skills were learned like you had to wait till everybody was sitting and you had to oh he's he I'm that, big on that he's huge <laughs> on that i so. won't eat until so everyone's served mm-hmm. yeah yeah And it's really important that, you know, and we're seeing the young adults and they just can't do it. Oh, I teach the kids that too. They don't eat until mommy gets their food. That's what it is. So, I mean, we do that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But like the reason for, you know, marriage wise, we don't want the kids in the bed too for alone time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's very important as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's something we preach all the Mm -hmm. time for couples is that, you know, that co-sleeping is really detrimental to the marital relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need you need conversation, you need the intimate time. I mean, it's all it's all important, the whole the whole package. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Ernie, did you get any feedback or negative feedback about, you know, being a stay-at-home dad mm. from my employer? I did when I quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure <laughs> they told me basically that's not a man's position yeah. really yeah. oh it was yeah really they hard. did not hold back they did oh not hold back on mm-hmm. me so, wow, did you that's... work with mostly men 
Uh, management, yes. Wow. Management was all men. Yeah, all. management was all men. Mm-hmm. So when you but, told them, you know, I'm I'm quitting because I'm, I'm going to stay, I'm gonna stay home. home with my family. That's what that was the response. That's terrible. That, that biblically, it was mm-hmm. wrong. They said biblically. Yeah, they were yeah. very. There was a very Christian based. I, I guess loosely use that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They told me that. So judgmental. But, uh, judgmental. <laughs> you know, to be yeah. honest, I didn't care, though. Yeah. I was so done with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they offered me a huge raise to stay. He called me at work. I use this, I, uh, but I watched these things, and I just like, you know, if you can't jump, you can't fly without jumping. So I just jumped, and yeah, that was it. So that's what happened. You get that look when you're picking up the kids from school. I remember our son, Chase. He's big for his age. He's huge for his age. And he was in a diaper still, but he didn't look like he should be in diapers. And a pacifier. Mm. Yeah, and a pacifier. Yeah, Yeah, and he's young. I mean, you're talking two and a half less than... Not even. Like, not even. And he was looking like a four-year-old. I mean, he's huge. Baby Huey. You would have the the moms like, look at that dad. He's got his kids in diapers still. So, like, sometimes the moms come up to me and they'd be like, oh, how old's your kid? You'd be like, oh, he's two. They're like... Oh, like you could just tell that they were judging you for so long. Because moms are judgmental too. Oh, yeah. Moms are so judgmental, especially at the schools and stuff, you know, like. Part of me feels like I did real estate for that too. Yeah. For for that too. It's like, I can say I'm a stay-at-home dad, but I do real estate. Mm. You know? Right. So there's like a profession there. I also wanted to do real estate because I felt like, if when the kids are older and I go back to work and maybe I don't want to do real estate, it doesn't look like a gap in employment. Hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of reasons. There was a lot. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. We talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, we do. What? That's so crazy. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Talk to your partner. You sleep with your partner. What's going on? What? I know. Make What's... decisions. <laughs> talk about the decisions. And people wonder why you have a good relationship. Mm, it's yes. crazy. Listen up. <laughs> That's well, why I said sometimes when we were coming on here, I was like, I don't think anyone's going to believe us. Yeah, yeah, he did. It's he like said some people are probably going to be like, I don't. They're full don't, of crap. They're full of it. They're full I'm of like, crap. But it's real. I mean, I just. So let's give them a little bit of how do you guys deal with conflict? Oh, we we just we like we like talk it out. Yeah, like we, we never. If something's bothering me, I have never held it in. Yeah. But I don't say I held it in like I'm going to explode. But I mean, we just talk it out. Like, hey, I. I don't like you doing that, or but I don't even think we really have that. Well, but I mean, we, in the past, like we, I mean, we've yeah, gone but stuff. Well, like with the kids and stuff. Yeah, like the crying, like crying, like deciding when's the right time to let the kids cry it out. You know, I think with a mom, you know, having that mom guilt, you know, working and it's like, oh gosh, no, I have to go pick them up, and you know, you just kindly have them, and he's like, no, trust me, they need it, and I'm like, oh, but I don't know, it's so like. That's just an example I could think of off the top of my head, but you know, it's like we we sit there and we not argue about it, but we discuss heavily about it. I can honestly <laughs> say we have never had an argument. We've had bickering, but we have never full out yelled because there's never anything that she does that I don't know she's doing. Like, is there's not there's nothing like hidden. There's I guess yeah. We a, talk about money. I think that's a big. We don't hide. Huge mm-hmm. topic. Like we, you know, 
we like we do the budget together. We talk about what we're spending together and mm-hmm. um well your whole relationship was proactive. Yeah. I mean yeah. You, you wrote the letter, here's why you should date me. Yeah. <laughs> and how are we going to live together yeah. and yeah. what's this going to look like and yeah. are we ready to have kids? Nothing yeah. was like oh we're doing that now. Yeah. We didn't know. Yeah, it was always kind of yeah. Yeah, looking at it that mm-hmm. way, yeah. It's what do they call that? That hype, that uh, efficient anxiety or something? Is it? You know, oh, high functioning, high anxiety. functioning anxiety. That's what yeah. I, I think I yeah. have. That yeah, because he's always planning like five years down the road. Yeah. <laughs> if this happens, what are we gonna do? If this happens, what are we? Gonna... Yeah. But I mean, we've you know we have we've disagreed on stuff. I mean, it's not like we're perfect by all by any means. Right. And, I mean, I think it's you have to have to define argument right, right. because mm-hmm. disagreeing yeah, is disagreeing is not an ar- yeah it but could be yeah. It, right? well yeah depend. but i mean if it's something that we feel passionately about like my my biggest thing is okay if we're gonna if this is gonna get you know to the point where we need to really hash something out mm-hmm. then we're not gonna do it in front of the kids Mm-hmm. They don't need to know about it. They don't need to hear it. They, you know, they're, I tell my kids, I said, what's your job to be a kid? You know, that, that's your job. You don't have to worry about any of this stuff. Like let mommy mm-hmm. and daddy take care of us. You can, you can worry about this <laughs> when you decide you want to be an adult. Um, no, when they're 18, they're going to get kicked out. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they will stay hey, forever. Be, I don't care. House for a while. Yeah, forever. Uh, <laughs> not forever. Um, they will pay rent if they stay forever. <laughs> but, you know, like they don't need to, they don't need to witness it. They don't mm-hmm. need to, you know, because I think we both, I think that's another thing that probably stems from our childhood is, you know, with divorced parents and, and fighting. It's like, you shouldn't have to witness that. You know, I want our kids to know that we have a good relationship and that you can, you know, mommy and daddy love each other. They love you. And, um, so they don't, they just don't need to hear it. So, you know, he'll, he'll start talking to me and I'll just go. Mm, not no, right here. No, not here. Not, not here. here. Not, not now. Here. Not here. Well, no, not here. No, 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 15 no. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting that, um, you know, you kind of have to grow into being parents Yeah. and now you oh, have yeah. that clear, delineation between who are the kids and who's the parents. Yes. But when you had one, you didn't have that. No. It was still us. Yeah. It was just, yeah. And it's, it's interesting. You do. You have to learn it. I wish I knew more now, like back then about parenting. Yeah. Than I I did. You you, you do the best that you can with the knowledge that That you you have at that time. Right. Absolutely. And And then when you know better, you do better. Right. Right. So what would you say is the most challenging time in your relationship? Would it be the time that you were kind of struggling with anxiety and stress? No, not at all. Because she's always been by my side on it. I mean, it wasn't, it was she, I, every time I would have a bad day, I would tell her and everything was fine. I mean, the hardest time. I think the hardest time, uh, so he used to, he used to work in the trades. And I think mm-hmm. the hardest time was when the, the housing, money. yeah, the housing market, because we had, we had just gotten married in 2006 <clears throat> and then we bought a townhome right after mm-hmm. and then stuff like within a year or two started, you know, the economy just fell. Right. And so even though he was union, he lost his job 
And so that was that was probably the hardest part because here we are newlyweds with a mortgage and now all of a sudden, you know, he's on unemployment. I'm you know, I had been at my job but I wasn't nearly making the salary that I, I am at now and so that that was a hard time just to kind of navigate those waters and you know cuz I think as a man you want to be able to provide for your new wife and your you know your the family that you're making even though we didn't have kids and and I I my heart goes out to people who actually go through that and have multiple kids because it was hard for us just the two of us um, you know, selling the house and then renting and, you know, just kind of where do we go from here type of a thing. So, so that was a big change for us. And I think that was, but I think it also helped us. Though, oh, because it, it, it absolutely, the thing it was, absolutely did. I was making really good money. I mean, union trade, I mean, you're pretty much mm-hmm. making top dollar an hour to where I made minimum wage. I was at a point where I said, I can't, okay, unemployment's ending. What do I do? So there was a point where I said, I'm going to work a minimum wage job. And I told her, I was like, I have to get promoted. I can't, there's no way I'm going to stay in this position. And that's where I became plant manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, you, you yeah, I did, other, I did odds and yeah. ends, though. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we always said, we're never going to make a decision based on money. We're never going to do that. Yeah. Mm. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth the life to deal with money. And then that's what happened later, too. We still came as like, yeah, making good money, but. Health and happiness is way worth. Because you survived all the uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, although it was a hard time dealing with all that, we never... You learned a lot from it. We learned a lot from it, yeah. Yeah. So you guys had to sell the townhouse? Yes, we did because... You just bought it. Yeah, we sold it, yeah. Took a loss. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that that must have been pretty stressful at that point. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, here I work at a financial institution and... You know, I, I can we can pay our bills. However, you know, at that point in time, the the mortgage companies weren't doing what they are now. You know, now they're so it's so easy to do a modification or, you know, um, some sort of payment deferment. There's all these government programs, and so. Um, I was the only one working and we applied for all of the, the modification programs that they had and we just kept getting denied because they're like, you're not far enough behind. You're not past mm. due. Yeah. And so I actually had to sit down with, I, I sat down with my boss and like, Hey, listen, this is what's going on. I'm, I'm, I have to stop paying my mortgage because in order for us to to qualify further to qualify to yeah. do anything yeah. and so you know because yeah, that you affects six your credit months, i believe six months behind delinquent yeah and then by the time we got to six months the program was over <laughs> right right everyone right. kind of got yeah. screwed around back then. so then that's yeah. what happened so yeah but once again we were really lucky we had we were able to short the uh, short sale it we had a buyer and you know um and then that year um i think it was obama he forgave all of the um yeah, because the they were making you pay tax on, tax on what you lost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was forgiven. Once so. again, we mm-hmm. got really we yeah. got very lucky with that, and and you know I was I was upfront with with my job too, like hey, this isn't what I want to do, but mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do, and so everything everything did work out. But oh my gosh, having that conversation, you know, with your yeah, it's just that that was I know that was stressful that. That yeah. was that was hard. That was hard, but we got we got through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then that led us to the house that we have. So, which is Kitty Corner from your aunt? Yeah, from our aunt. <laughs> great neighborhood <laughs> and good backyard. Fabulous. And it, it worked out. So, last question What is it that your partner does that you know they love you? Oh, there's a lot. There is. So, the thing that we've been doing lately, sorry, can I answer? Yeah. I, I don't know no, if you can tell, but, yeah, I'm a, but I'm, gonna I'm say, a talker like, everyone in Everyone who listens to this will be like, this guy is a little over the top romantic. Here. I'm just like, I'm no. Sorry, like, do, you not want me, do you not want me to tell your secrets? He's going to toot his own horn again. Yeah. Here we go. This is fun. Oh, this is great. <laughs> the go ladies ahead, will love ahead. it. So the thing that we've, we're doing lately, I've been listening to... Um, I've been listening to country music lately, and that's one of his one of his favorite. I, we listen to all, uh, you name it, we listen to it. But lately, it's country music for me. Um, it's kind of the mood I've been in. And so, uh, what we've been doing recently is we will text each other during the day. We'll text each other um, songs that remind us that love songs that remind us of the other. Oh, nice. So that's what we've been doing lately. Yeah, but. Other than that, when he cleans the house, I know he loves me. When I come home, it's like the best feeling in the world. I come home and everything's clean. I'm just like, oh, honey, I love you. <laughs> and I know you did this because you love me too. <laughs> it's just That's awesome. acts yeah, of I mean, service. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could tell we do the what, five love languages. Oh, yeah, the yeah. love languages. Yeah. yeah so we've yeah. read that and the, the, the test and everything like that. Yeah. What do I do, hon? What do, do I do? Go to work? I don't know. <laughs> Make the money, honey. I mean, <laughs> Pay the I, bills. You, that's that's not a romantic. Uh, no, it's, that's not romantic. There. No, Acts but you service, know the fact that know. the fact that she allowed me to do that is a very big act of service for me. Mm. So I, I see that, but I don't know. We're very we're very intimate people. I mean, we're just we just it's not just one thing. I mean, it's the whole package. We always just. Yeah, There's like, never one thing that you do that I always qu- any question of it. Mm-hmm. So it's just I rubbed your back yesterday. Yeah, just gen- <laughs> little touches nice. and little you know, and I don't know. Yeah, it's just, we spank each other's butts a lot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tip number four. Oh, yeah. that's it. that's under our podcast yeah. about flirting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, intimacy yeah. is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to have that. If you mm-hmm. don't, I. I don't know how that's... Well, then it's just a friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I know I'm getting into that, but I mean, that's not lacking where we're at here, but I mean, that shows too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a really important part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can really hear how much you guys help each other feel safe in the world so that, Thanks. you know, you... That's validating. Yeah. It's that, it's that piece that that's how you tackle everything else mm-hmm. and you keep things a priority, which is awesome. We don't hear this all the time. Yeah. Unfortunately. But we do hear it with with the couples that have that longevity. Yeah. That those are those relationship behaviors that people they just get overwhelmed in life and stop doing and don't process stuff. So And they should always fight work. for it. Fight for it. Yeah. We yeah. we when we decided to get married, we always said if anything ever goes south, we're gonna go well, this is right in the beginning. We said we were gonna at least go to counseling to fix it. Mm-hmm. Luckily we've never been at that point, but that still holds true today. Yeah. But if you set that up up front, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, you are on that track to create what you want yeah. and you guys are on the same goals. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Yeah. Cause when that disconnect happens, 
and there's not that, your brain starts thinking bad stuff. Yeah. And you go into self-preservation and stop working toward the us. And it's really sad. I think there's a lot of divorces that probably could be prevented if yeah. if they both knew the other person was in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And they stayed off of social media. <laughs> yeah. Keep your life private. Yeah. Keep You don't keep need to your, post. You wouldn't know that we were married on social media. You would not know. Because if he's in the room with me, I'm not going to post on social media, I love you. I'm going to turn to him yeah. and say, babe, I love you. I got you, boo. <laughs> you know, like, oh. Yeah, be in the room with the person you're with and not try to be somewhere where nobody is in that. Yeah. actually nobody there. Right. Yeah. I don't have to right. prove to you I love her. I just have to prove to her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's a good quote, babe. Thank you. You're welcome. I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> preparing for this preparing podcast. Preparing for that exact <laughs> moment. Right. To thank end. You. To oh, end on awesome. that. <laughs> well, Casey and Ernie, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you. You know, people have been sharing stories since the beginning of time to bond and heal and grow. And we hope by, that by you guys sharing your story, it's enriched your lives and the lives of our listeners. We want to wholeheartedly thank you, all of our listeners, for joining us on Couple Synergy today. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please subscribe to our podcast and please leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about... For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, the Couples Weekend Intensive, our online membership called Connections, and our premier program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. And until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. Mm-hmm.